0: one hello out there and thank you for tuning in you are listening to tea and tights a great british wrestling podcast i am your host the great british attacker mr andrew moore i am joined this week as always by the pro wrestling t-shirt champion big daddy dan unfortunately the tribal chief is not with us this week he will be back with us next week And we will have to catch him up. He'll listen to the episode. He'll know what's going on. Uh, Dan, how are you doing? I'm good, thank
1: you. Oh, we miss you, Steve. We really do. Um, This week, I have got myself a new piece of wrestling merch. I have invested in a Chris Hero baseball cap. Ooh, The old school um, Superman logo with the CH in it beautiful
0: piece of kit that's awesome i mean uh did you see that one of our favorite brands uh grabs apparel uh, yes recently getting a few top stars to be uh wearing their brand including the wonderful killer kelly who i'm sure we'll be talking about in a little bit Oh, yes, we've got some news on Killer Kelly, but that's coming up much later in the program. Uh, <laughs> but uh, like the likes of Matt Taven from ROH, Rohit Raju or Hakeem Zane, depending on which promotion he's in, either AEW Pro or Impact, <laughs> uh, Trey Miguel, Eric Young, you know, so... Uh, that's a proper
1: names. It's nothing to
0: be sort of sniffed at, is it? They are doing very well for themselves for such an up and coming brand. Quickly, good one, Graps. Indeed, that is one that you need to keep an eye on. Uh, that's for sure. Them and uh, Gaijin Worldwide, because both of them uh, have, ins- have made assurances that any deliveries, any promotions, right now, uh, will be available toward uh they are going to have no issues due to the uh second lockdown that the UK is currently in so really recommend you should uh check those two companies out so that's crapwood.com and, got- and the merch stand for in world wow what uh, we've got, got christmas wow. coming
1: and they would make
0: very lovely gifts they will indeed i do in fact i in fact i bought one recently i can't tell you who because they may listen to the podcast but i did pick up a a recent uh t-shirt from uh worldwide so and i'm really (laughs) nice it arrived the other day actually very uh very well done so fair play to them so that's Graps apparel worldwide and gaijin worldwide so definitely check those two out uh because the UK is in lockdown, uh, and this is a great way to help wrestling companies or promotions that are connected to wrestling uh, right now. Uh, great way uh, to pick up some merchandise from your favorite companies. Yeah, uh,
1: every UK company needs all the support they can get at the moment, as they should always have from us anyway. But right it? now, um, right now, it really is vitally important. Are you
0: for an ICW and a Progress one
1: recently? I have indeed. I've just got um, the ICW WrestleCrate exclusive t-shirt. And I also just got the Progress um, t-shirt with the Strong Style Punk Rock Wrestling logos on the back. Oh
0: man, that's super. Wow. Uh, So, as I say, we are in lockdown. Most companies have you know postpone their shows they're pretty much shutting up most of them have shut up shop till twenty twenty one uh but even then you know with everything up in the air as it is at this moment even shows in twenty twenty one may not be safe uh wrestle carnival one of our favorite uh companies to shout out they've had to postpone their ticket sales uh, and that's for their. That was supposed to be their big debut show coming up on January thirty uh, first in London. Uh, and as I say, they've unfortunately they've had to pull their tickets.
1: It's very sensible of them. Let them wait. Make sure they get the right support when they launch. And we will be all over it, Wrestle Carnival. I can guarantee you, I'll be there for your first show. Yeah, that's
0: so important right now. Uh, Tidal Wrestling over in Leeds, uh, much closer to my home. So I, this is, I know I'm definitely going to have to check one of these shows out. Uh, and Stephen knows exactly which show this is. Uh, but it's Tidal Wrestling. So they've got three shows currently planned for 2021. Uh, Hit Reset on January 30th at 4 p.m. in Baitley. Uh, now, what they did is they stripped all their titles... Uh, during the lock- first lockdown and the uh, speaking out movement. So they had to decide that, you know what, with everything as it is, we're not going to be back till 2021. No one can meet their 30 day clause. So we're stripping everybody of the title. And so they've hit a reset. uh that kicks off January 30, 30th, and that's in baitley. Uh, I'm have... sure it'll
1: be much more successful when Vince Russo did the reset
0: for WCW. Oh, yes. <laughs> Vince Russo, such a great promoter. <laughs> okay. Sucker Punch on February the 4th, and that's also 4pm in Huddersfield. And the final one, this is the one that I really want to check out, which is Night at the Museum, which is actually taking place in... Leeds Museum and that's on the March uh, 27th, uh, that's got a 5pm start uh, tickets are available for those shows uh, they are at tcwrestling.bigcartel.com I
1: really really hope at the night in the museum wrestling match they have a casket match with a mummy case
0: they have to do it there's, there's got to be something they're going to do to uh, highlight as you say, being at the museum. you, you uh, got to have that. You've got to have a Moondogs tribute with a couple of guys going out with
1: very large dinosaur bones to hit each other on the head.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. Uh, Moondogs keeping it relevant in 2020. <laughs> right. Uh, BWR, the British wrestling revolution. So that's in Grimsby again, not too far from me. Uh, now they had a big year in 2019 uh, Rampage Brown actually uh, Captured their heavyweight title uh, He was the last Person to hold the title for British Wrestling Revolution but they had actually Taken the title off him before he signed with WWE because they Also did a big reset and uh, They're Coming back well They're making plans to come Back If I can find the right ones Here we go <laughs> Uh, so after the extended hi- hiatus, they can announce that today that the BWR management have returned to active operations to launch project restart, uh, over the coming days and weeks, our preliminary shows schedule for next year will be announced. So that's something we'll keep an eye on for you, everybody. So once those shows are announced, uh, we will let you know, uh, they will also be publishing policies and procedures that address the concerns and recommendations coming out of the Speaking Out movement. Very sensible. Fantastic. Uh, they were actually quite vocal very, at, very much at the beginning of the Speaking Out movement, uh, which is one of the reasons I picked up on them uh, was because of how vocal they were being and uh, all the changes that they were making. They had a great interview with uh, Still Share magazine. Mm-hmm. Uh, So they had a great interview with them. I checked out their uh, website. It's uh, their demand service is brilliant. Uh, They've put on some great shows and it will be great to have them back. They are feeling positive at this latest announcement and they cannot wait to see us all ringside as soon as they can. Now, obviously, hopefully, fingers crossed, 2021, things will get better. Things will get better. Okay, oh, they let's, will. Let's just say out there now. Things will get better. Uh, things are being put in place. Things are being done. Uh, 2021
1: is going to be the hot
0: tag. Yes, that's it. Uh, right. Now, uh, one bit of a shocking story, this one. Uh, Dan, you want to take this one? Pages boyfriend?
1: Yeah. Um,
0: unfortunately, we've had another incident of
1: a female WWE um, superstar having a stalker come onto their um, premises. Now, Paige um, was at home with her partner, who is um, a MMA fighter, amongst other things. And they had somebody who apparently had been told by signs and voices to come to their home. And um, he got the absolute bejesus kicked out of him by the boyfriend. He's not an MMA fighter, sorry. He's a musician. This is where I was going wrong. He is a musician in a band. He's a lead singer. Oh, my research was mainly on the wrestler, not the boyfriend. But he <laughs> gave the stalker a damn good battering. Um, the police came and arrested him and took him away. But it's another occasion where a fan is taking things a little bit too far with a WWE talent.
0: Yeah, it's it's getting a bit ridiculous. Guys out there, why? It's my simple question: Why is it really that hard? Have you have you guys never heard of her? what's What's that app that they all They're all shagging on these days? Uh... <laughs> Are you Tindering? Tindering, yeah. Get yourselves on Tinder. <laughs> all right. Stop stalking professional athletes that want nothing to do with you signs and voices my ass. there's <laughs> some sick idiot just trying to
1: well I that's know. possible Or there could be a more underlying mental health issues yes, um, however that is not the important thing here the important thing is Paige is safe um, yes. well done to her and um congratulations to her boyfriend thoughts and wishes and hopes to you both indeed Although I'm pretty
0: sure Paige would have kicked his ass as well. I think you're probably right. Yes. Uh, Okay, so the APG Wrestling, uh, the all-party political group wrestling, has Mm -hmm. released a statement. uh, And this is on the fact that all the evidence, uh, so evidence had to be... uh, Oh, no, so As we draw close to the evidence being submitted by the 27th of November when companies wrestlers uh female talent male talent anybody can get a chance to provide these people with some information good or bad because they don't just want the bad stories that's not what uh the all party parliamentary group is about they want to be able to also hear success stories as well uh so, hopefully the promotions are doing this. Uh, they're, they're really looking at it both sides. Uh... The
1: um, the APPG is taking it very, very seriously, mm. as you would expect, because it is a government sanctioned body. They are not going to go into things half Um And that is good, and I'll be very interested to see what is put into place afterwards. It's not going to be a quick fix. It's not going to happen soon, but it will be done
0: properly, yeah, and that's the main thing. Properly, you know, not some of these <clears throat> WWE uh sweep them under the rug. Uh, mm. yes, Let, let's let's not let's get angry kinda, on that yes. again. We yeah, haven't
1: okay. got
0: time, <laughs> uh. W- uh, what well, we've just been watching literally before we even started recording today because it was streaming live free on YouTube, Facebook and Twitch. So if you did not tune in to see this, I don't know why. Shame. Shame on you. on you. Shame on you because it was free and it was on so many different applications that you could have just watched on this show for free. And I don't understand why you wouldn't. Because it was a great show. We're not going to spoil any uh, matches, but we're going to some, <laughs> <gonna> get some, <laughs> some thoughts on uh, the event because uh, next week, uh, what we're going to This event do... was, of course, Rev
1: Pro's
0: Epic Encounters 5. So what we're going to do next week is, right now, Rev Pro, uh, their on-demand service it does offer a two-week free trial. Uh, So we are, I mean, we've actually both watched them already, uh, but we're going to wait for our colleague to to be here as well. And we're going to watch all five of the epic encounters sort of like in a nice little binge, get ourselves. And then we're going to come back and we're going to give you a full in-depth analysis on RevPro next week. But we are going to get some of our basic thoughts now on the fifth one. Daniel. Okay.
1: First match, Mad Kurt versus Robbie X. I miss Robbie X's hair. Yes. That's my first thought. (laughs) Mad Kurt is like Orange Cassidy on Valium.
0: Yeah, I'm not quite sure about the whole gimmick yet. But... There's some impressive wrestling there that he he hides within this Mad Kurt gimmick.
1: Yeah, it's like Mikey Whipwreck meets Orange Cassidy.
0: Hmm. But no, no, I think making Orange Saber Cassidy Gina look ripped. Making <laughs> 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 yeah, because uh, he's he's got that long, quite skinny body. He likes his uh submission manoeuvres. He, he Before he became Mad Kurt, he was just Curtis Chapman. He was a former Cruiserweight champion. He was indeed. Uh, he is a fine, fine technical wrestler on the likes of Saksaber Jr. style. But he has uh, switched up to this Mad Kurt gimmick, which is brilliant it's... on Twitter, by the way. Yes.
1: Yeah, I think this is probably the strongest British um, personality we've seen since Grado.
0: Yes, probably. <laughs> but uh, they had a great match, to be honest. Uh, great yeah. stylistic type matchup. Uh, Robbie X, great as he's always been. It's ridiculous to think how young he still is, considering how long he's been doing it. Yeah. Uh, he's... Uh, a young veteran, as they say. <laughs> Our next match was
1: Galen Newman versus Oku and Connor Mills. That
0: Newman's got something, hasn't he?
1: Yeah, <laughs> very much so. Um, in fact, that's one of the things I've written down. We will talk about it before. Um, all four of those guys are going to be big, big news in about two to three years.
0: Yeah, uh, they are... Absolutely killing it. Michael Oku particularly had a breakout year in 2019. Huge storylines on progress. Uh became the cruiserweight champion recently. Uh made it uh a unified cruiserweight championship recently on the Epic Encounters 2 show, uh, which we'll talk about another time. Connor Mills again, fantastic, and yeah, JJ Gale, uh all of these guys are just going to be big names. They are, definitely.
1: Um, they've all got the look, the speed, the quality of moves. Um, they I might be on the
0: small side, but... <laughs> yes,
1: they are. Um, but I Newman, think the I think heavyweight is... division
0: should be held as just as highly as the heavyweight division should be in these wrestling times. Yeah, because there are some absolutely phenomenal young uh, well, not even just young, there's some, some phenomenal uh talents that aren't the biggest,
1: yeah. Uh, and one of the things that made these four stand out is the match
0: afterwards. Oh, yes, the Kenneth Halfpenny and Brendan White. <laughs> yes, it was like going from watching an amazing,
1: high quality, high technical wrestling match to two dads having a fight in the back of a pub, park, pub, pub <laughs> car park.
0: Uh, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Halfpenny and Brendan White. He's just a big grizzly Welsh bear. Yes, <laughs> he really, really is. He's a big old, uh... yeah. And they do, yes, they certainly slap a bit of crap out of each other. Um, Halfpenny has got a bit more technical prowess to him. Uh, I wouldn't, as i say he, for me, he's got like some sort of Zach Gibson feel to him. I feel that. Halfpenny, give him a couple of years, and he will be a breakout star. I'm I'm putting my money on him.
1: I will happily take your money. (laughs)
0: Uh, Next up uh, was the match that came out of Stardom World, uh, because the Tokyo Cyber Squad, Bobby Tyler and Zoe Lucas, the Tokyo Cyber Squad is actually uh, no longer a faction in Stardom. I think nice. these are pre taped. So uh, I think this, because uh, Hannah Kimura, uh, the late great Hannah Kimura, was the founder of the faction and founder leader. Yeah, yeah she, uh, because of dickheads online that go online and abuse and harass people and say horrible things because they think they can get away with it because they're on Twitter. Or they're on Facebook or they're on Instagram. Grow up and get a life because you cost somebody her life. Anyway, sorry. Uh, so, yes, uh, Bobby Tyler, Zoe Lo- Lucas, uh, part of the Tokyo Cyber Squad over in Stardom World. And they went up against Awado Tai, uh, B Priestley, and Jamie Hater, who were the former Stardom uh, Tag Team Champions. And, and and they had a little little guardian angel in their corner as well, didn't they? They did. The uh, most recent NXT UK sign-in, Aaliyah James, one of our favourites here at T and uh, Tights. Yeah, uh, she is brilliant. Mm, can't wait to go so this back is... and watch the first couple of shows where she's actually uh, she wrestles on the first three shows, and yeah. one, two, and three. So be good to get back I, I think those that this
1: match very nearly stole the show it um, did. quality of the match was brilliant all the way through they are two of the best female tag teams in the world full stop not just in britain not just in ref pro not just in japan in the world they hmm. were great
0: they really really were uh i love their styles both of them the way uh i oh, sorry both teams uh the way they carry themselves, their entrances, nothing about these girls just screams uh great talent. And again it shows that depth of that British female wrestling talent. Uh that really is the best talent in the world. <laughs> uh Shaw Samuels and Dan Maloney had a big old beef fight.
1: Manly men Manly men, Um, yes I've never been a Shah Samuels fan I will say in this match He did exactly what he needed to Mm. It was a good match um, And
0: Shah was good in it He was And so was Dan Maloney As we've said before He's become the franchise player At uh, Rev Pro Wrestling he had a little yeah. flip up last week, but uh, <laughs> he really has become the franchise player there. And uh, obviously something yes. happens right at the end of the show. Uh, but we can't. Re- I don't think we should say anything till next week. What do you think?
1: I think we shouldn't say anything till next week. Yeah. Especially because right at the end of the show, I turned off immediately after the match to get here in time <laughs> to record the best British wrestling podcast, TN
0: Tights. Indeed. And speaking of the best, one of the best wrestlers in the world, Will Ospreay uh, faced off against RKJ, Ricky Knight Jr. from the legendary Knight family, uh, cousin to Paige. And this was for the British heavyweight title. Uh, What do you think of Will Ospreay's beefed-up body? I think with Will
1: Ospreay's beefed-up body... His move set and everything else, he is the new AJ Styles. He is the new best in the world.
0: Yeah, I, I
1: do agree with you. I don't. LKJ. The last time I saw him was a Southside show in Stevenage, where he did a beautiful um, uh, plancher over the top rope. Over landing on the guys in front of the ropes and landing in my lap in the second row, <laughs> he was very apologetic.
0: British wrestling, British wrestling.
1: I-, I think he just saw a fat bloke with a beard and thought, Oh, he'll catch me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, but again, he's 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 beefed up himself. He's uh, he has. not quite to the level of say Osprey, uh, and <laughs> He put on a hell of a match he did put on a hell of a match he's been doing it for quite
1: a while um mm. you gotta bear in mind he's what 22 is it now 22 or 24 uh, one or t'other yeah um but he's been wrestling since he was about 14 mm. if well he's been wrestling since you'd probably stop, he, since he was well, born if, but if
0: you but, but... listen to his promos yeah he, he learned to do a wrist lock before he learned to walk <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. He delivered some great promos, actually. Out of all the people who delivered promos throughout the show, his one really stands out.
1: Now, I want to be... I, I am nice about RKJ. I think he's great. Um, I followed him on Twitter for quite a while. He's In fact, he's retweeted us talking about the podcast already today. Um, Thank you, Ricky Knight. I will say, just just one bit, though. He was representing Norfolk very well. Did you see his tattoo on his ribs? I did not. It's worth looking out for.
0: Um, wolf Jumper. <laughs> right, yeah, I'm going to have to check this out, old Norfolk lads.
1: <laughs> it, it's well worth looking at. So, yes, everybody, go now onto the RevPro website, get your two week free trial, because as well as watching the amazing Epic Encounter series, which is fantastic you have got access to loads and loads of other stuff, including mm. Southside Wrestling's pay-per-views. Yeah,
0: they've so Southside you've got is access. no longer actually uh, running, but all of their shows are available. This is true. So, including I...
1: ones featuring a lot of NXT talents and a lot mm. of AEW talents.
0: Yeah, a lot of uh... We
1: also have got Bar Wrestling is on there. Um, bar wrestling the american company now if we just ignore who ran it yeah i
0: was about to say yeah yeah we we, we ignored
1: that part of it and enjoy the rest of the matches um and bar wrestling has got some great comedy wrestling in it as well um yeah. there's loads and loads of interviews available on there as well um lots of really good sit-down interviews with everybody from brett the hip Hart heart to colt cabana to just all all across the um, wrestling spectrum
0: um, yeah The Ref Pro site is very, very good. Yeah. You actually left off the one that I actually think is the biggest that they have on there. Is it OTT? And it is OTT, yes. OTT have put on some phenomenal shows. But again, a little question about uh, certain people who uh, represented... Them and their management of the way they dealt with something, but they again they're another company that did have a big haul over. Uh, in fact, session Moth Martina uh, was actually promoted to being one of the head coaches there. So hopefully, there'll be uh, yeah, there'll be More changing, positive uh, news
1: stories coming out of there soon.
0: Yes, that's indeed. Right. uh, I think that is literally all the news we've got for you this week so far of the British wrestling scene. I think it's time to talk about some NXT UK. What do you think, Dan?
1: I think that is a fantastic idea. And we start off with a fantastic manager and his new tag team.
0: Indeed. Yeah, I really like the new look of the hunt.
1: I agree. Um, They've got a a good look, a good manager, um, a good way to use their existing um, look and attitude, Mm. but take Eddie Dennis and put him in control of it. Um, Perfect demonstration of that is the Hunt have always been loud, grunty, screamy wrestlers. But all Eddie Dennis has to do is go, shh, Mm. and they're quiet. (laughs) Silence is golden. So The Hunt took on Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan. This is the first time they have teams since they were both wrestling separately in the um, run-up to the tournament. Now, this is where
0: I kind of have my issue sometimes with NXT UK. Because this is the same team that they had in the uh, first tag team match against Dallas. And now they've obviously been put up against The Hunt. Now, these guys are supposed to be the enhancement talent, and these guys are supposed to be... Basically, what I'm saying is they came out better in this match than Hunt did for me, and it was the same when they fought Galas, when really the Hunt should have just destroyed this team and moved on to the next. I do agree with that. Um, I think the thing is, Kenny Williams and
1: Amir Jordan are such good wrestlers Mm. that even if you are squashing them, when they use any of their moves, when they use their combinations and their skill, they're still going to look good. Mm. And the Hunt... (sighs) Like you've said, they're trying to do a Legion of Doom style beat down, hit hard, non-sell, and... It doesn't necessarily work.
0: <laughs> they just need to be a bit more wild bushwhacker. They can be vicious, but they don't have to try and be. I'm all powerful Legion of Doom because as I've said it a million times. They are more British bushwhacker than they are British Legion of Doom.
1: Because... And even as British bushwhacker, they still look like they've been put through the tumble drive for too long.
0: Yeah, I mean, as I say, when they went up against Pretty Deadly, they were a the smaller team. And they were acting like they're the Legion of Doom and they were smaller than the Pretty Boys who were pretty much a little bit bigger than, say, the Rockers. <laughs> uh, if that. If that, yeah.
1: I hunt Hunts so, win this one with a double headbutt off the top
0: rope. They do. Uh, was there any... Uh, did Was this the part where they had the announcement for Kaylee Ray and... And never match.
1: Uh, no, the promo video was a little bit later on.
0: Um, but I think they mentioned it, yeah, because I don't think I wrote down the promo videos. Because next up was Rampage Brown versus Jobber Stars, uh, I mean, Jack Stars.
1: Next up was Rampage Brown against Whipping Boy.
0: <laughs> Every time somebody debuts. Jack Stars is the guy it's battered, beaten up by him. He, he did it for Walter, <laughs> he did it for Ilya, he did it recently for uh British Berserker. Uh, I can't remember his name, I'm just gonna stick with calling him British Berserker. I'm going to smile and nod in the gray. <laughs> uh, okay. So yeah, Jack Stars versus Rampage. Mm. It was a good introduction for Rampage. Yeah, he looked dominant and it was great. He looked brilliant. Yeah. and yep. That's exactly what he needs to do. He needs to come in, out there, every, in and out every week, squash some people, keep his promos to a minimum, keep his promos almost to a Goldberg minimum of your are next. Because That was exactly what Rampage I was thinking. ...be treated in NXT UK because there aren't many big guys in NXT UK. No. Apart from Walter and uh, the Coffees, there really aren't that many uh, big guys in there. And so Rampage just needs to almost Goldberg these people and, as we say, sweet short promos of I'm here to destroy... Almost like feed Roman. me more, feed me more. That's exactly it because he's phenomenal, uh, yeah. And he deserves this. I really want him to have that world championship match with Walter. I think the uh, a takeover the place would go nuts for Rampage oh. Brown beating Walter for the WWE NXT UK Championship. It would be a
1: big, big deal it really would as long as it's not done in
0: Ireland in which case it wouldn't be a big big deal that's a good point I need to hold that one off for a little bit longer Yeah. Uh, the backstage confrontation next wasn't it
1: yes Smith and Carter going around interviewing pretty deadly
0: yeah I didn't really quite you know I'm stealing your camera Mr Sid Scala because you're unimportant even though you're the assistant general manager just gonna steal your camera so I can antagonize the pretty boys. Yeah.
1: It, it was kind of like the cool kids picking on the prefect
0: at school. Yeah. I like the line what was it? which so which one of you Stoker, which one of you Tally? <laughs> <Because> nobody knows. <laughs> it was
1: um it was very good and it yeah. showed that um Oliver Carter um is just as important in the team of Smith it really did, it was good
0: yeah, be nice little, I, I do think uh, at some point I'd like to see Rampage Brown and as a trio, or as you say maybe kicking Carter out and having a an attack team run in a couple of years uh, once he's won that NXT UK title of course Yeah. Yep. No, that would be good that would be awesome for him uh, so I've got match number three Brooks Brookside versus Nina Samuels. Yeah. Uh, well, Zia Brookside finally landed the uh, monkey flips right this time. <laughs> <laughs> She's been trying, bless her. She's been trying. Mm. Uh, and, uh, yep, she finally managed to get the monkey flips. I... It was a weird ending, this yeah, match. Yeah, I didn't quite get the ending either. I'm going to fake an injury to let you win so I can kick you outside the ring.
1: Yeah, didn't work for me
0: Didn't work for all. me either. No. At first um, I thought are we going to get like a double turn here because Zaya was wearing obviously a much darker thing and she had quite dark makeup on so I was thinking oh, we're going to get a double switch here. Is Zaya going to go heel and Nina going to go face? Nope.
1: Zaya was trying to be more aggressive. There's no two ways about that. Um, hmm. And at the beginning, they were pushing her as the happy-go-lucky Bailey character. So, yeah, but yeah, which which, which if I, it was I, meant to be a double turn, it really, really didn't work.
0: She's Bailey four point
1: for me. Basically, Nina ended up looking stupid.
0: Yeah, she did, and we don't. It didn't need help Nina. anyone. Yeah, we don't need Nina looking stupid. Uh, oh. We love Nina. We love Zai too. We do, very much so. Very much so. um,
1: Yeah, that wasn't wasn't good for either of them. I'll be interested to see how they try and dig their way out of that hole.
0: Yeah. Uh, So. (laughs) (laughs) Then we get Sam
1: Grabwell's interview.
0: Oh, God, yes. (laughs) Outside.
1: Uh... This is gang war, like a rave. (laughs) Yeah. I may I may have lost. I can't keep track of three seconds of every match that I'm in. See you later. Yogurt! Yogurt. <laughs> but Desmond, Never uh, Desmond changed, Wolf Sam no, try again.
0: <laughs> Never change.
1: <laughs> Alexander Wolf turned up and called him out, um, yeah. called him a disgrace. So I think we're gonna have um Sam Grabwell's proper um show after two the, years yeah, away. Yeah. Because
0: Wolf is a fantastic wrestler. Mm. Um it- really is. Used a bit as a jobber, not to use those terms lightly, but he's kind of uh, a pin taker for uh, Imperium.
1: He has been the pin taker, um, but up until he gets pinned, he's really good.
0: Yeah, he is the Hatchet Man. As uh, yeah, so, so, so yeah. Um,
1: Sam Grubbs' interview was just, just
0: mad. Something to see. Yes. Yep pretty much google that indeed and then uh in the well there must have been a promo at some point video package for pipe and versus kaylee ray uh, there was it's gonna indeed be, it's going to be a street fight next oh no sorry it's a fool's count anywhere isn't it not a street fight Different rules, so it's a full yeah, count anywhere. Different set of outfits, yeah. Uh, street, well, street fights. You, for some reason, although you can beat each other up everywhere, you still have to pin them in the ring. And you come in your street clothes. Yeah, and you come in your street clothes, and like in, a bunkhouse uh, match. Yes, <laughs> bad match. <laughs> and uh <laughs> was a bad match. Uh, go watch the bunkhouse match. <laughs> You don't yeah, know what um... talking about it was on AEW. It was the Natural Nightmares versus the Blade and the Butcher. God, will they let the Blade and the Butcher win a match? <laughs> I'm sorry, but the Blade I, I... and the Butcher have got more going for them than the bloody Natural Nightmares. Amen to that. Butcher is going to be huge. I
1: know we're skipping to a, not British wrestling, and b, yeah. not the company we're talking about. But yeah, come on, Butcher
0: and the Blade, please give him give him a go. Yeah, because Butcher's absolutely a beast, and I, I, I'm very impressed with him. It's Andy Williams, isn't it? He? he used to go by before he was the Butcher. Yeah,
1: bassist
0: for a band. Yes, he uh, once uh, put. Jimmy Havoc threw a table in a one of the download events for Progress Wrestling. So there you go. Yeah. Brought it back to British Wrestling. Yeah. Well done, sir. Anyway, on to the main events of the evening, which was a UK Heritage Cup fi- uh, semi final match between the bomber, Dave Mastiff, versus Trent Seven. The awful Dodger, as Nigel Beginners keeps calling him. <laughs> yes. I don't um, get, it, but what I don't you get that either. What did I think of it? Mm. Um,
1: I didn't think it was all that. It was a good hard-hitting match. It was a heavyweight match. It was a pro wrestling con-
0: match for sure as well. There was uh, the injury yeah. throughout
1: compared to the previous British Rounds matches, this has probably been the weakest of them all, in my opinion.
0: I'll I'll give you that. Uh, Last time Trent was, he had that match with Kenny Williams, the young Kelly Williams was able to pull that match together. Obviously, Trent's not at his youngest anymore. (laughs) Uh, Bomber, both the styles, both it was, as you say, it was hard hitting. I, I like the injury that they played on throughout uh, the, the rounds. Did you notice the mistake in their final round?
1: Uh, when they said it was round six and it was only round five? Yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> I was get, very confused. I kept looking at my notes. Have get I, your have, shit what, together,
0: BT Studios. All right.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I probably wouldn't have noticed it if I hadn't been keeping notes. No. But I have, and I did.
0: Yeah, I was to say when I was doing the article for Bodyslam.net, uh, which you can check out on Bodyslam.net. I uh I went on the Twitter thing and I put wait, why does that say round six? <laughs> <laughs> on the Twitter video. So uh but yes. It was... well, We're discussing round six.
1: Um, but we need to start with round, round one. one.
0: Yes. Uh it started off Neither Man Wanted to Back Down, massive Pretty much took control from the early on, uh, and the, it came to an end with that big clash in the middle of the ring when they both attempted the crossbody. Yeah. Of course, Big Dave Mastiff is a wall, and Trent Seven ran into that wall and hurt his <laughs> stomach. <laughs> it was it was
1: a classic Rocky double knockout for the pin.
0: <laughs> well, to that degree, apart from obviously uh, Trent did come off the worst... For it. Both did crash to the mat, but Mastiff was able to get back to his feet, whereas Trent Seven kind of had to crawl to his corner for the. Uh, I think break.
1: Mastiff has spent a lot of time preparing and strengthening his stomach to make it a good large weapon.
0: I think he spent years perfecting that uh, stomach as a weapon. Yeah. Round two. Round two. Uh, You know, Mastiff immediately went to work on uh, Trent Seven's rib cage with brutal knees to the body. Uh, But when he went for the uh, avalanche earthquake squash, he missed it. And Seven was able to capitalize, rolling him up for a pin. He did. It reminded me. I know that that's the look that he goes for, but it did
1: remind me of Vader when he came off that rope with his black and red on, it did remind me a lot of Vader. And I know, obviously, that is the look he goes for, mm. but yeah, it reminded me even more.
0: It's not quite as big as Vader. Vader was huge, wasn't it? Yes. He? I was, well, height-wise is what I'm thinking. I think they're probably about the same girth side, but uh, Vader had that height advantage on uh, Obama. Yeah. Right, so... It still uh, reminded me. Yeah, uh, so round three kicked off. Uh, despite uh losing the previous round, Mastiff was just dominated around throughout, continuing to uh, way lace to the rib cage and breadbasket area of uh Dave Mastiff. Uh, he went for a uh, Trent Seven did try for a seven star lariat right at the end of the round, but. <laughs> But then there was a massive superplex. <laughs> there was that massive superplex. That was uh that was good. He tried uh huge the ring just bounced up and down, didn't it? <laughs> it did indeed. Uh but as I said at some point Trent Seven uh, managed to get something going, tried a seven-star lariat. This was blocked by uh Dave Mastiff, who then landed a forearm square plush in the face of Seven. Who, if it weren't for the bell, possibly could have been called knocked out like uh, old Connors last week. Yeah, I, I had an issue with this. So, are they going to come the, back and play on that later, do you think? Well, they should have done that more, but
1: the knockout happened before the bell. Yes. So if the referee considers it a knockout, even if it's after the bell has rung, the move took place before the bell rang. He had his bell rung before the bell was rung.
0: And therefore, (laughs) I feel that mm, that wasn't the best way to end it. No. I suppose they kind of made up for it in the next bit where basically Trent Seven couldn't really get out of his corner and just got squashed by... Bombers, cannonball, and uh, that evened up the score one apiece. But as Which brought say, us into yes.
1: round f- 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 six.
0: Yeah, <laughs> six. Six. Uh, and, wow. Uh, again, uh, basically, Mastiff couldn't get himself out the corner. He just about got out the way of the mm. cannonball. Uh, he went for another superplex, which this time Trent avoided. Went for a sunset flip powerbomb. That got blocked. And Trent Seven then just slapped the back of uh, Mastiff's thigh. I can imagine that really, really, really hurt. And then he landed the uh, burning hammer. Able to yep. put uh, Mastiff's weight across his shoulders, hits the burning hammer. Gets the free count. Oh my gosh, to quote Daniel Bryan.
1: Yes, and I'm sure Steve would be at the moment saying how much um, he was proud that his choice um, has gone through to the finals to take on a kid.
0: Yeah, yes, yes. It's his number one pick of... Uh, Connors, no, Mastiff. No, wait, Trent Seven. <laughs> yep, his his number one not three pick. So yeah.
1: at whatever man on Twitter, um I am, I'm repping for you here about how much
0: you are proud of your first choice. I'm, I'm still shocked that my guy, a kid made the final. I really am. So am I. Um, yeah. I can't believe it. Uh I still think there's going to be a transfer seven. Uh, turn coming.
1: Yep. What do you think? I think Tyler Bates will present the trophy, which will then get broken over his head. Oh, so you think it will be Bate that turns bad? No, no, no. Trent will break the trophy over Bate's head. Hmm. I mean, it could just be a massive rib where Trent's got to now carry that thing around with him everywhere.
0: Yes. Uh, I, well, I want it to turn into a belt and have him defend it. Or as you're saying, maybe just a yearly tournament, annual tournament could work. But I'd, I'd kind of like to see these heritage matches continue. I've enjoyed them, too. so I think it's a new element to wrestling. It's it's an old element to wrestling, but it's a new element to wrestling. And- I
1: I could see the the champion of um, the winner uh, defending it regularly. As that kind of match, but then also taking it over to NXT US and having sort of like the occasional British round style match over there.
0: Yeah, that's what we want to see. WWE. All right. Are you listening? Probably not, but <laughs> that's what we want to see. I want to see Danny Birch in a British rounds match. Oh, good to see Danny Birch. Uh, I'll be talking about him just shortly because no, NXT UK, where we go? Match number one. How many sugars in your cup of tea?
1: Ooh, how many sugars in my tea? How number one. Tea? I think Eddie Dennis was the saviour for um, for primate and for wild boar. I'm going to give it two.
0: I'm actually going to give it more than you. I'm giving it two and a half, and I thought I was being quite harsh. <laughs> so uh, and. Uh, my reasoning for it is because I thought Williams and Amir Jordan looked better. I think they should have just been squashed and it would have and it would have made the hunt look better. I don't think the hunt looked any better coming out of this match than they did going into this match.
1: Nobody looked good coming out of this match, which is why I gave it a
0: two. two. two.
1: Right. Match number two. Speaking of number two wasn't a number twos. It was quite good. It was uh, Jack Styles versus Rampage. I love Rampage. I will automatically give it exactly what it deserves as a squash match. I can't give
0: it any more than three, but it's a strong three because it was Rampage. Yeah, as you say, a squash match. It's very difficult, exactly. But on the other hand, I'm going to give it a half mark more. I'm going to give it three and a half. And I'm going to say because... That's how you do a squash match. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to give you're the kind of there. person at a quiz
1: that always goes like half a percent higher than the person that's spoken before, aren't you?
0: <laughs> I am. Right, ask.
1: you can go first this time. Zay Brookside and Nina Samuels. How many sugars in your tea? One. 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 I am. Um, Not going to give half more than you.
0: I'm going to give exactly the same. It's only one. I'm sorry, ladies. I'm sorry, ladies. We love you both. We are big fans of both of you. And as you say, so glad to see you land that monkey flip this time, Zaya side. But that finish was weird. Uh, It's not your fault, ladies. It's whoever set that match up. They need to be slapped and told how to set up a match properly. Right. Heritage Cup. It's a tough one, isn't it? Oh, I'm gonna. I'll go first again. I'm gonna give it three and a half again. I'm go three, three and a half again. Yeah.
1: I'm gonna give it three because I enjoyed it, but again, it was the weakest one of all of them so far. It
0: was, yes. Uh, overall the show was felt good There was nothing wrong with this show Overall it felt good The matches could have been better I'm going to give it three stars overall For uh, NXT UK this week
1: um, For the wrestling aspect Compared to previous episodes I'd only give it three However I'm going to give an extra half lump For Sam Gradwell's interview So I'm going to go for three and a half
0: yeah, indeed. right uh now it's time for our brits abroad se- segment this is where we uh update you on some of the british wrestlers and what they've been doing uh away from the uk uh first of all pack returned he did indeed A- e w
1: yeah, and apparently he is going to be back teaming with um, uh, Penthril Zero and Ray Phoenix. They're going to bring back Death Triangle, and rumour has it they will be taking on um,
0: uh, Eddie Kingston, the Butcher, and the Blade. Indeed, it was uh it was a good return. Uh, I thought he looked good. Uh, he looked in great shape. He always looks in great shape, but it, he certainly did. And as you say, uh, there's an article on Bodyslam.net that does uh, corroborate your idea of just leading into a couple of three-on-three free programs between Death Angle and Kingston and Butcher and the Blade.
1: Three-on-three seems to be the big, big thing um, for AEW and for a lot of different companies recently. Mm. I think it's just because now we have so many injuries, it covers their ass if they need somebody else to step in.
0: <laughs> uh next up uh the lady representing Grapp's apparel uh kelly kelly killer
1: kelly killer. slight difference there oh
0: sorry killer kelly cuz you're talented oh
1: that's Ooh. harsh that's very harsh <laughs> kelly Look, kelly wasn't bad but kelly kelly killer kelly person. is a killer lot
0: kelly better. kelly going to kill kelly kelly <laughs> Oh, that's a lot of case anyway it is indeed Killer kelly uh, right the so- lady representing in grapsapparel.com go check them out go check their t-shirts go check out guys in worldwide while you're at it and she's gonna be in go on i'll let you go for it
1: she is gonna be in impact wrestling's women's tag team tournament um, which is an exciting looking tournament. There's some really good teams being put together there mm. and not just um, impact teams. Again, we're seeing lots of companies working together, which which can only be a
0: good thing, um, in my opinion. Yes, yes. Uh, she's teaming with Renee Michelle. I know little to nothing about her. I'm sorry, Renee. I have looked at her Twitter page
1: and um, she does a lot of modelling.
0: Well, there you go. Uh, well, Killer Kelly uh, has been active on the American scene uh, recently. She flew out just before uh, Germany and the UK went back onto lockdown. Uh, she wrestled for GCW, Game Changer Wrestling, and DLP, which is Black Label Pro. And there is some game
1: changer. I'll put my teeth in. There is some game changer wrestling available also on Rev Pro's um, uh, two-week trial. Um, just to carry that in as well, you can watch game changer wrestling versus bar wrestling. Ooh,
0: that would be very interesting. Uh, some great uh, unsigned talent, independent talents uh, working for these companies. Uh, go check them out. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, we're going to go fly back. To Japan now. Well, sorry, not back to Japan, but fly to Japan. I wish. Uh, I'm going to talk about Chris Brooks, uh, formerly of CCK, the Calamari Catch Kings, with Jonathan Gresham and Kid Lycos. Uh, and Chris Brooks has been busy over in Japan for DDT Wrestling, uh, that's Dramatic Dream Team Wrestling. Uh, he recently lost the DDT Universal title. Poor guy. Oh. And uh, Is that
1: lost as in got beaten or lost as in took it in he, a taxi he, a la Chris he, Jericho?
0: He got beaten by somebody I can't remember uh, who. And on their most recent television taping, he lost in an eight-man tag match. As you were saying, multi-man tag matches all over the place right now. Uh, he also competed in a couple of... Uh, What's the one when they have the men and women competing against each other? Intergender. Intergender. Intergender wrestling for Kato Pro Wrestling. uh, uh, Tag teams. Uh, He actually took on Emi Sakura. Mm. Uh, Emi Sakura from AEW fame. Yes.
1: Who, if you um, saw the AEW computer game launch on Tuesday um which is well worth watching to see everybody dressed as Steve Jobs as they do their rum their bits and pieces I did
0: see that we will be talking more about this on the big fat geek week so if you want to hear more about uh, the AEW release uh, more about the AEW games we're going to be talking about that on the big fat geek week uh, available on Spotify and all good uh, podcast channels uh, so definitely should go check that out Sorry I interrupted you, Dan. He did show Intergender Wrestling
1: with Kenny Omega. Yes. And he, did. he also put across that Kenny Omega would like to see intergender wrestling
0: in AEW. He has made the reference before. Uh it's we'll not it my that. cup of tea. <laughs> since we're talking about tea and tights. It's not my cup of tea, but there are people who do enjoy it. Uh I just hope wrestlers that don't want to perform in these matches get punished for not performing in these matches, if you know what I mean.
1: I think I get where you're coming if, from. If, yes. if
0: a male wrestler decides that he wants to turn down a match with or a program with a female superstar because he has his view on... What wrestling is and why he wouldn't want to put over. Uh, this happened to Eli Drake in Impact Wrestling. Uh, he was indeed, supposed. It was supposed to put over.
1: Tire. Ty- 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 uh, t- no.
0: Tanil. Um, t- oh, ty- uh, no. Not. Uh... What's her name? Blanchard.
1: Blanchard. Tessa,
0: Blanchard. Tessa Blanchard. Yes. Uh, who went and screwed the company over anyway. So, And as I say, they actually let uh, Eli Drake go over the refusal to uh, work with her and do a job for her because he didn't believe it would do his character any favor. It also happened back in the day um, with China
1: and. Um,
0: oh, God. Jeff it wasn't Monty
1: Br- No, no. Jeff Jarrett was absolutely fine. Um, well, he loved well, working with China. Got his money. Yes, um, mm. that was, I think it was Monty Brown. Monty Brown. Monty Brown. Brown? Mm. Um, whose comment was, I ain't lying down for no bitch.
0: And let's see but... whose
1: career went better.
0: Yeah, but uh, it's, you know, if a male performer doesn't want to perform these matches, he should not be punished for it. If he wants to have his view, and uh, I think no, uh, that's my last stance on that one. Anyway, uh, it can be entertaining. It can. It can uh, be done very well. It can be done very well, uh, but it's sometimes some wrestlers take it more serious than other wrestlers. Some wrestlers are happy to do it. Some wrestlers won't be. And talking about people taking things very
1: seriously, Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns.
0: Ooh. Yes, possible Survivor Series match coming up, then. Well,
1: definite Survivor Series match coming up.
0: Well, because well, it, really, it has to be for champion of Champions. He has to win the belt back off Randy Orton, which I think he's facing this week on Raw. Ah, crap, I'd forgotten about that. Possibly, possibly. But they certainly tried to uh, push that narrative on the most recent SmackDown. So I do think it will happen. I think it will be a title change. I do think Drew will regain that title, and I think it will be Roman versus Drew because that's what it should be. These are the two new heads of the company.
1: Yeah, I've made myself look very silly there. Right. I'm going to go and sit in the corner. But did you forget
0: the fact that he did? I have forgot his... that Drew had lost the belt. <laughs> I forgot that Drew had lost the belt. We did
1: a This is what pre- happens when you have three hour shows. <laughs> okay. When you have three hour shows, it's just a killer. All right, all right. I'm going to change the subject quickly.
0: Okay. Uh, the
1: best of Tony Storm in progress in wrestling is coming to the WWE Network.
0: Indeed, it is. Definitely. And it will out.
1: Feature um, from chapter 49 Tony Storm versus Ginny versus Laura Mateo. Uh, From chapter 52, Tony versus Laura DiMatteo. From chapter 67, um, Tony Storm versus Mercedes Martinez. That I remember being a particularly good match. Chapter 73, Tony Storm versus Holly Dead. And 96, Tony Storm versus Danny Luna. Now, I'm happy to see Holly Dead on the network.
0: Holly Dead is uh, an interesting character, to say the least. Uh... He, uh, she, sorry, uh, she is very interesting, very big, strong girl. Uh, great, yes, an interesting character, isn't it? It's like, yeah, uh, zombie princess, kind of like Sue Young, maybe, kind of like, um, Jimmy Jacobs, yeah, that type of he's the zombie princess. Uh, Pete Dunne, uh, Danny Birch, and Oni Lorcan, and Pat McAfee. Uh, we all we care about is Pete Dunn and uh Danny Birch kicking us over on NXT right now uh Danny Birch only Lorcan retain their tag team titles against brazango Drake Maverick was involved as well to get all the Brits out there uh, and brazango and Drake Maverick got their asses kicked yep that, that sounds about right. Way. <laughs> uh, back over to Japan to talk about Will Ospreay. He will be facing Kazuchika Okada at Wrestle Kingdom 15, July to be either the fourth or the fifth, because it's going to be a two night event for Wrestle Kingdom again this time round. And Will Ospreay versus Kazuchika Okada, that match is going to be great. Are you excited, Andy? I am so excited. They had a great match at the G1 climax, obviously, when Will Ospreay first turned to the dark side. Uh, I do wonder if the Rev Bro British Heavyweight title may be on the line come uh, that match.
1: Ooh, that's interesting.
0: Uh, Zach Sabre Jr. and his tag team partner, Tai Chi. I love their tag team name Dangerous Techers. <laughs> so British so Zack Sabre Jr uh, they are currently competing in the New Japan Tag League they are the current IWGP Tag Team Champions and they beat Hiroki Goto and Yoshi Hashi on night one so they've got themselves off to a winning start well done Zack Sabre Jr
1: I've got my eyes on another Zack Sabre Jr t-shirt so it would be my second um, it has the fantastic line on the front of it be kind to animals or
0: alarm bar you? <laughs> uh, over to Germany now, of all places. Uh, so Noir is currently uh, competing in the WXW Catch Grand Prix, uh, a tournament over in Germany. This was actually filmed a month ago, so uh, and they're just doing like one match a day on their demand service at the moment.
1: It's an uh, unusual way of doing it, releasing the one match a day thing on the tournament. It's, it is. It is it is different. It's like, because nowadays people want everything all at once. People want to binge watch things. Having this slow release drip feed, um, I'll be interested to know how that's doing for them and the numbers. Yeah. Uh, as
0: you say, it's, it's a good way to... Make this tournament longer because obviously uh they are they've postponed shows to cancelled tapings due to Germany's lockdown. Uh so all this would take prior to lockdown, so it hasn't been effective. Uh, the German and-
1: tournaments in the um in the eighties and early nineties were very famous for this. You would have the um tent set up. Um it was run by Otto Vance, and the tent would be set up in the middle of the town. And they would wrestle in that tent every night for a month um, in a tournament. Um, If you read Chris Jericho's book, um, his first book, Around the World in Spandex, um, he talks all about that. um, And it's a a really interesting breed. So, yes, in Germany, they do have the tradition of having nightly in one place. So maybe it just carries on from that.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'd say he lost this week to Avalanche. He did pick up a win last week over Metahan. Uh, so he's currently on two points. And uh, we'll keep an eye on that for you because Karan Uh I first saw him on the Progress uh, Natural Progression Series uh, last year. Mm-hmm. And I remember I saw his character and I was like, what the fuck is this? And then he got in the ring and then he had his match in the ring. And I went, this guy is a fucking legend. (laughs) I I did not get the gimmick to begin with. I've got, you know, over the time I've got to go know the gimmick more and more. It just works so well. He's a phenomenal wrestler as well. He has that real MMA karate background and he just brings it all to the uh, table. Up until he when he was just doing it as a normal person before he became quite current, or what, he was literally getting nowhere in wrestling. And then this character <laughs> has just taken him to the forefront. Well, his background is in ballet and dance
1: as well as in MMA, which yeah. um, he's carried it through. It's, it's the Black Swan style. Um, and he went to Mild um, University, De Montfort, sure. um, but he went to Leicester, De Montfort, as opposed to myself, who was at Bedford, De Montfort. Uh.
0: Well, uh, so, yeah, we'll keep uh, you up to date with everything that's going on for these guys as best as we can. This is a great British wrestling podcast. We're here to talk about great British wrestlers. Double meaning there. One, because they're from Great Britain. Two, because they are just great. And so I think it's about time we call it an end for the night. Call it end for this show. We have been two men drinking tea this week. Talking about men in tights. We hope you had a great day. We hope you have a great night. See you later. See you later, guys. Thank you for listening. Good night. Good night.